What up, what up, what up? Welcome to this week's episode of Pals Pod, a 4th of July edition. As always, I am your host, Rafael Rattler, joined by my fellow middle brother, Gary Money Rattler. What's up with you, bro? Nothing much, man. Enjoying the, <laughs> and had a, had a pretty sizable weekend in the city. Essence Fest was here. It was good mm-hmm. to see uh, the return of people being in the city and, uh, you know, black excellence being celebrated all up and down the city. So uh got to participate in a couple of different events and it was it was good. Uh, just to kind of have that feeling back in the city of of positivity after so many, you know, so mm-hmm. much negativity feels like. But uh, but oh man, it's 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 all good. Now we right into the fireworks phase of of you know of life, and it's not great. I don't I don't have a pet, <laughs> I don't have a dog, or anything. But I have people who live with me who uh, are in the same apartment <laughs> complex who do have cats and dogs, and so uh, that has been fun this today. But other than that, man, it's all good. How's everything on your end? Uh, everything is good, man. I had to catch Essence on Hulu, which is wild. That's that's cool that they that yeah. uh, that they showing it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't make it home this time, but I mean, you mentioned Essence, and you saw Zion, you saw Trey, you saw Swain, you saw uh, Trajan. Like it's good to see the Pelicans teams and you know uh, the the organizations that represent New Orleans diving into New, New Orleans community as well. Mm-hmm. So um, that was all good to see. Before we jump into anything, uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at pals pod uh follow us on ig at pals podcast uh most importantly like the episode below and subscribe to new Orleans. network please that being said man did you see jose playing for puerto rico man i did besides man. that one second when he was on the ground and every pelicans fan just hey bro i i'm like i'm like bro we we the, the 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 city is just just now celebrating Zion and getting his his contract. <laughs> he turned on TV and Jose laying on the ground. And listen, that dude, that dude, that bro, that dude plays a million miles a minute, and he only knows one way to play. Yeah. Uh, whether it's on the court fighting for his uh, NBA life or if it's playing for his country, <laughs> bro. So shout out to to, to Jose, but uh, let's. Let's let's relax a little bit. Let's, let's relax a little bit. Yeah, man. Jose put in twenty, man, in, in a in a tough loss versus the U.S. Who I don't know who was playing for the U.S., but I mean they're obviously one of the favorites there. So shout out to him mm-hmm. uh, for getting a chance to to play for his home country, right? Uh, that being said, there was a little other basketball that started this weekend too. So summer league started for the NBA. They had the California Classic. Um, you saw Keegan Murray getting out there. That's a top five pick, uh, top four pick. Um, and the first game you saw, hey, this is the reason why he was a top four mm-hmm. pick. And then the second game, it kind of brought him back to life a little bit. And you're going to get a lot of that. You're going to get a lot of that from rookies. And that's why it was so rare of what the Pelicans were able to get uh, from their young crop last, uh, last year. But speaking about this year and this year's summer league, uh, so the Pelicans start uh, their summer league quest of what. And they didn't technically win the title, but they didn't have a loss. Do not tell Najee Marshall that. <laughs> Do not let that get back to Najee. So the, I guess they're going to reclaim um, their their summer league title. So their their schedule starts on the ninth uh, this Saturday versus the Blazers. So you'll get to see Shane Sharp. Uh, you'll get to see a, a, a their crop, young crop as well on ESPN two. And then every other day after that, they're playing the Hawks, the Wizards, and then of course the Lakers on the last game of the weekend before they head into the playoffs. So it should be an action packed week. You should finally get your Pelicans basketball. If you've been craving it for the past couple of months without them having it, but. Uh, all in all, it's an exciting time, right? The new year started. There's been a lot of movements, a lot of questions, a lot, a lot of, of arguments, a lot of signings, a lot of everything, right? But 
at least basketball still being played, right? At least basketball's back. So uh, before we we, we kind of dive into the, the full summer league and what our expectations are, what we're looking for there, I wanted to take a, a second to really talk about the Ricky Press Conference. So that was uh, held earlier this week where the Pelicans, you know, everybody was wondering, like, they're not going to announce the picks. Like everybody, every other team has announced it. Uh, but, you know, Trajan and Willie Green wanted to be there to, to both announce Dyson Daniels and EJ Liddell. What were your thoughts from, you know, how they held themselves, both Dyson and EJ and some of the stuff that they had to say? Yeah, it was, it, you know, it was good to see, right? It was good to see, uh, you know, Dyson Daniels and, and EJ Liddell kind of get in front of, of Pelicans media again. Everybody had been asking, you know, what's going on? Why, you know, haven't heard anything from him. And, you know, shout out to Rail again. They they tweeted Rail back and and, and told mm-hmm. her, you know, just wait, just wait, it's coming. And so, boom, man, we, it, it, it came. And so, you know, just hearing those guys talk, uh, one of the things, again, that I took about uh, uh, Dyson is that he's he's very – he's a pro, right? He's a pro's mm-hmm. pro. Um, the way he answers, the way he carries himself, um, the way he talks about, uh, you know, the things in his in his life and his love for the game and where his, where his love came from, playing his dad and things like that. Um, all of that is just, you know, it, it's, it, it shows a level of maturity. Uh, it shows a level of, of, of preparedness. A guy who has been in the, in the G League, but who has been in professional leagues in his uh, country, uh, in Australia, uh, for years, right? And, and somebody who has not, this isn't a typical, you know, 19-year-old fresh out of college, you know, just mm-hmm. living a life. This is a guy who has been through the, the traveling and, and things like that, that, you know, the professional life comes with one of the things that I took away uh, from it was that he wanted everybody to know that he's been working on his offense. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a proprietor of it, right? I'm a fan of it. Like if, if you are a guy that, you know, it has come in uh, and you know that there is a, 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 you know, a skill that you could work on, right. A skill that you could do better. Um, if you're working on that, right. If you're, if you're, you know, you're doing things uh, to improve on that level, you want to make sure that is either being showcased or that you, you know, you, you, you're allowing the people to know like, Hey, like this is, this is something that I know is an issue, but it's something that I've worked on. Right. And he talks about guarding one through four, right. He, he, he mentions that a lot in, in his, in some of his answers uh, about guarding one through four. And that's, that seems to be something that he has been drilled into him as well um, as something that he's probably used to to having to do. Uh, and so that's going to fare well uh, for his role, right? And because of the, the situation that the, that the Pels are in right now before of any trades, anything gone by, um, is that, you know, he's going to be able to come in and contribute uh, but not be like a major person, right? Not be like, you know, the starting point guard of a team or the starting small forward or the score lead, lead scorer on, on a team, right? He's got a, a lot of people ahead of him in the pecking order of both ball handling uh, and, and scoring and even, you know, taking the best, de- uh, you know, the best de- uh, offensive player, right? The best defensive, uh, you know, the best defensive kind of drill or uh, skill is going yeah. uh, to be given to, to Herb Jones. And so you want to make sure that you, you're finding ways to contribute and things like that in a way he spoke on uh, the way he talked about that is it, very you know it's, it's good to see uh lets me know that he's going to be able to contribute whenever he you know step in and then with ej uh ej ej let you know man he let you know that this is a, a situation where he 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 does he knew that he should have been uh, a little mm-hmm. higher uh in the draft and, and that he fell to the pelicans i'm sure the pelicans are very excited that he fell but i'm sure ej is not that excited that he <laughs> fell that mm-hmm. low right you, you're talking about you know, millions of dollars as far as first round, second round, and, mm. and, and positions where you get drafted. Um, so he's going to come in. He's going to be a, a guy that's going to give you a lot of of, of energy and, and things like that. He talked about uh, being a, a defender and a, a guy who takes pride in going for you know 
blocks and, and things like that. And I think, again, just having defensive-minded rookies, uh, we saw how, you know, those defensive-minded rookies contributed uh, off the bench, uh, off the dump. And then you saw uh, how the older rookies, right, the Jose uh, and, and Herb Joneses of the world, how those guys kind of came in uh, and were able to contribute. And that's what I'm, I'm expecting from EJ uh, to have a kind of older, not, not older, but just I've been – through a lot of co- college basketball, um, I've been through battles and in, in, in that Big Ten and, and things like that. Um, and so he's going to be able to come in and, and contribute. And both of those guys, uh, once the the vets, what we call summer league vets, uh, once those guys take their seats and become part of, uh, I guess, like a bench mob or, uh, uh, you know, culture setters, uh, once those guys kind of get out of the roster, those are going to be the guys that are going to be the leaders uh, of the summer league team. And so you want to make sure – uh, that those guys are are, are well prepared and things like that, and so from those that interview, uh, it seems like Dyson Daniels and EJ Liddell are well prepared uh, to come in and contribute in the roles that they're going to be used um, that they're going to be used, but they also both have uh, you know ambitions on playing better and, and getting bigger roles. Uh, they both spoke about uh, the things that they are that they believe that they are capable of doing, not just the things that people are typecasting into that defender for Dyson uh, Daniels, that wing defender. Like he was talking about, I can do things on offense as well. Same thing with Dyson. Right about, I mean, uh, same thing with EJ talking about the three ball and things like that. The only issue that I got to bring it up again, nobody asked EJ Liddell about that MCU. <laughs> That's the only thing I got, right? It's the only somebody <laughs> should have asked him something about that. But other than that, man, I, I think it was a lot, a lot of positivity to take away uh, from that from the press conference. Right. So when I listen to EJ, EJ, like you get that sense of he's pissed off. Like I, mm. I think that. He tried to catch himself multiple times to make sure that, you know, his gratitude and his appreciation for being in an organization that valued him um, and that wanted to take a chase on him wasn't overstated. But you could also tell he's pissed off. Like he went back to college so that he could improve his draft stock. They said, hey, you're not shooting enough. We need you to be more modern age big man. He improved on his shooting and then still slid. And so for a guy like that that worked so hard, to your point, he played in a conference with some of the lottery picks that went ahead of him, right, and Johnny Davis that went behind him. And so, you know, when you go through that, and then a lot of similar to Dyson, like you mentioned, a lot of times he was guarding the best player, whether it was a guard or a wing. And so, you know, or a big man. And so for a guy like that, you feel for him because, you know, he falls into that, that trap of, oh, well, his vertical is not this or his shooting percentage is not that or whatever it is. And you 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 hate to see that for good basketball players. So you, you definitely feel that something that he emphasized on was the ability to shoot the ball. And the ability to shoot the ball from a big man position is something that this roster is going to need, right? Like when you have all these wings and guards that are all 6'7", six, 6'8", six, with a 6'11", wingspan, you can be versatile and play all these crazy lineups. You still need that big whoever is going to be the rebounding guy to be able to stretch the floor. So, you know, it, it's, it, it was key to me, and I, I paid attention to the fact that he was like, yeah, I can shoot that thing. And even in, you know, the practice interviews that you saw throughout the week, people alluded to the fact that EJ can shoot. So uh, that might be a spot where, again, it's going to be a tough training camp. Like It's going to be a wild battle to get minutes, which is a place that is rare uh, in, in the Pelicans history, they, right? The Pelicans still got to find a roster spot for EJ uh, <laughs> before we even that's, – that's how difficult it's going to – it is, right? Yeah. That's, that just speaks to how difficult it is. Right, and, and, and Willie alluded to it in the press conference. We talked about it before the draft. Here's where the Pelicans were going to identify. Are we addressing for a need or are we addressing for our type? Are we building our own – 
organic system in terms of how we develop players. And they answered it by drafting two defensive minded guys. Willie Green was like, listen, this team is going to be a defensive team. We're going to lead with defense first with all the alphabet boys ability to score. Again, the reason why the Pelicans really took a leap once CJ was acquired after they got some time to get used to each other on the court was the fact that they started playing way better defensively. And so Mm -hmm. if you're able to couple those things, to your point, Dyson Daniels, he seems like a pro. Like, he's extremely self-aware. To your point, he's he's alluding, hey, I know that the knock on me is I can't shoot, and I'm working on that. But at the same time, while I know that the way that I'm going to get on the court, and he looks at the roster, and he sees how successful the roster could be, but you can tell he still has got that fire in him. Like, I'm going to get on the court. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get minutes. Like, it's just going to – do I need to do it in the training camp? Do I do it in the summer, summer league? Whatever it is, he lets you know, hey, I can contribute. Even if I'm not scoring all the points or shooting all the points, I can connect the ball. I can get easy assists. I can get rebounds. I can defend your best player. I can be just as impactful. And you you get that from him. Like when he talks, uh, when he answers questions, he's d- decisive. He's straight to the point. You can tell that's a guy hungry to get minutes early. And you you always want to see that out of a young player, right? It's especially when your head coach is sitting right next to you and say, I don't give out minutes. He yeah. literally he literally said I he, while they were sitting there, I don't give out minutes. Uh you're gonna have to you have to earn it. Like like Jalil is saying, defense gets you on the floor. Like that that's something that is is being that was something that's being preached through the through the eye test, which you saw last season with the mm-hmm. Pelicans, and then you saw it even out of Willie Green's mouth that defense gets you on the floor and that he does not give out minutes, and so that kind of that kind of sets the tone for what Dyson Daniels and EJ Liddell both know that they have to do. Like your offense, offense is fine. You're going to be able to. There's a lot of scoring options on the on the Pelicans team. What can you do when when you aren't? having the ball in your hand and what can you do on the defensive end uh, that'll con- contribute to the team's success. He said it right then and there. So I, I think that was good to have, uh, have Trajan and have Willie Green both there to kind of, you know, fill those questions in front of the, those guys so that they, there is no questions. There is nothing to be hidden in front of the media, in front of the, the fans that are watching defense, get you on the floor. And this is how you earn minutes. Right. So, we talk about minutes and we talk about earning it. The first step, your first interview is summer league, right? Like this is mm-hmm. your chance to kind of set yourself apart. You're going to be playing with a, a, a lot of those guys that are going to be fighting you for minutes, right, for, for a good part of it. So when you look at this rookie draft class, what are some of the things that you're looking to see throughout this summer league process? Yeah, I, I think for sure with, with Dyson, I want to see uh, his ability to control the game, right? I want to see, uh, you know, that he comes into the to the draft as one of the lead playmakers uh, in the G League, one, a guy who was able to, to, to connect people and get people, uh, you know, get people in transition, get people open shots. And I want to see that, you know, I'm not so much caring about, obviously, the scores and things like that. What I want to see is I want to see him uh, get these guys in open shots because we've seen from the first couple of games of the California Classic, a lot of three are clanking a lot of people can't shoot in <laughs> California class shots, right right and I, you know something something at, you know it, it may be a different tune when the Pelicans get out there but I, even if those shots aren't falling I want to see him get people those open shots I want to see uh guys get get out in transition I want to see him rebound the ball um and then obviously I want to see him playing defense uh you know one through four I, I want to see that, that that versatility uh defensively I want to see him go after steals uh, play the passing lanes, be aggressive, uh, stand out, right? Stand out as the guy, uh, you know, that, hey, that's a lottery pick. That right there is a lottery pick. Um, and, and, and so I, I want to see Dyson just kind of be um, you want to see them rise to the top, right? You want to see the the blue chip talent rise to the top. You, you spoke about it earlier with Keegan Murray, right? You watch Keegan Murray the first game. He was like, 
yeah, that's the draft pick. You can mm-hmm. you can kind of look and that's the draft pick. Like I want to see that with Dice, and I want to see him uh, uh, stand out and, and get guys in transition, play defense, uh, but but most importantly, kind of just be a good floor general. I'm gonna be watching his turnovers. Like I said in the pre-draft thing, he averaged like two two and a half mm-hmm. maybe turnovers a game. And again, that's not horrible uh, for a 19 teenager in a in a G League setting. Uh, but like I said, those two and a half. Uh, could be three or four mm-hmm. in the in the NBA setting with such tight windows and things like mm-hmm. that. So I want to see how he he controls that. But let me ask you what you want to see in, in, in EJ. So the big thing with EJ is I want to see that motor, right? Like his biggest thing in college for everything that he did was his motor. Like he was relentless both on offense and defense. Like he was coming at you over and over and over and on defense. You could never – you always had to kind of keep your eye open because he was coming mm-hmm. for the chase down block. And so Can't get a I chase wanna, down block. Yep. Exactly. I want to see a lot of that here because, again, EJ's fighting his I, – I, I think he's going to make the roster. But that being said, he's fighting his way to try to get in the rotation. Mm-hmm. I truly believe, Willie, when, you know, for all the faults that happened last season with, you know, the Devontae piece and – um, and the Garrett Temple piece and the Zatarinki piece and all those things, you have to remember Willie was also a rookie too. Mm-hmm. And so I expect him to get better. And when he says, I'm not handing out minutes, I believe him. I think that this summer and this training camp is going to mean so much for all of these guys. I don't think it's like, here's the how you finished in the Phoenix series. Here's your 12 to 15 minutes. I think it's going to be, see where you carve out your, your piece in the rotation. Show me through the work you do in the summer. Show me through the work you do in preseason and so on and so forth. And as the season goes on, you can got to keep that spot, right? You got to keep that same intensity. And so for EJ, a guy hungry, a guy feeling as if he got not raw, but, but punished for essentially trying to improve his game. I want to see that hunger come out uh, in his game, right? I want to see the tenacity. I want to see him lead um, defensively that, that roster. Cause again, he's the same age as, Jackson and, and Zion. So, like, you have to remember, like, he's a little bit older than Dyson and all these other cats. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking to see that from him. As far as Dyson, again, I don't know if he's definitely not right away. I don't ever think he's going to be the primary facilitator. So, mm-hmm. to your point, I do want to see the playmaking, but I want to see more hockey passes and more facilitated the points where you don't necessarily get the assist, mm-hmm. but you helped set up the next play because that was a lot of what he did in, in the not for the ignite as well in the G League. So I want to see if he can do that because a lot of times we've talked about it. CJ is going to dominate the ball. Zion's going to dominate the ball. Jose, whatever. He may not be called on to be that primary playmaker. So how can you get easy shots for other people when you're not, right? I want to see mm-hmm. that piece uh, as well. The other draft pick that people are not giving enough love to is Carlo Makovich. I want to see that bounce, right? Like we saw all those highlights from from the dunks and you know the craziness that was going I, on that. Drill. I want to see the I want to see that drill. That's what I want. To <laughs> just do the just do the drill before the like turn tune in about ten minutes before the game starts and just let him do that drill because that drill is incredible. That drill, I was tired looking at the drill. Yeah, but you know he he's with the team. He didn't get announced at the press conference because he wasn't back yet. But he's with the team, so I want to see his ability. Right, mm-hmm. his biggest thing it, again. It's it's not a coincidence. The first thing he said was like, "I love to defend, like I'm protecting the paint. Uh, I want to make sure that no one gets past me." Right, like it's like, man, this is a broken record over and over and over. And he's like, "Man, I want to let people know I can shoot at six eleven. I can let that thing fly." Right, is what mm-hmm. he said in the in the practice post. So I want to see that from him. Anything you want to see from from the from the big fella? 
Yeah, I, I want to see. I, just excite me, right? Just get get up there and make the pop plays. You know, a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people. Uh, you know, when you're back into the draft uh, pick like that, and and you know, you're not with the team because you're overseas and you're projected and typecast to be this, you know, uh, draft this stash type of project. Uh, but he's uh, he's coming over. He's playing in the in the summer league. Like, show the excitement, right? Show the bounce. Make yourself. I, I see Energy Slayer talking about get catching a body for his game like that. That's what I mean. Like things like that, pop plays to have people get excited, right, to have your name re- remembered um, and, and, and stand out. So if you have, you know, world-class uh, bounce and world-class finishing ability, um, you know, show that, right? And if you, mm-hmm. you, 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 you like you say, you, you're trying to show uh, your jump shot and extend your range and, and things like that, then then show that, right? Get the, get When you get the opportunity, let it fly because you are a draft pick, right? You are a draft pick that you aren't some, like, undrafted track. Like, you were selected by the Pelicans for right. a reason. So make sure that you stand out, do the things that you need to do, um, obviously take care of the fundamentals, but do something to stand out, man. Catch, go, go for a body, go for an alley-oop. You know what I'm saying? Take a one-handed rebound. I like, get something out of there. Catch a long uh, pass from, from Dyson for a dunk or something. Like do something to stand out and, and, and get your name buzzing. Yeah, for sure. So that's a rookie class. Um, we got a little bit of insight. Thanks to Naji. Um, a lot of the vets, as noted before, I think Adrian Lopez retweeted, don't expect a lot. Uh, of playing time from those guys. Najee said probably two games from mm-hmm. Jose, Najee, Trey, guys like that. Your boy, Jared Harper, he probably gets some burn, uh, a good amount at point guard. But what are you looking for from those guys in the brief minutes that they'll probably get? Well, first off, I want to see, you know, any, you know, anything that anybody has improved on, right? We, mm-hmm. we, we saw the, we saw the, the game against Puerto Rico. I mean, the Puerto Rico game uh, with Jose. Oh, they took a lot of shots. He took a lot <laughs> of shots, right? He took get a lot him of up, shots. man. I, and and I'm, I'm not mad at it, right? I'm not <laughs> mad at it, right? Get your, get your shine on, bro. You, you got your country on, on the front of your jersey. Yeah. Get your shine on. But I want to see uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, extended range, right? Can, can, what's up with the, with the jumper? How, you know, how much have you improved on it? What have you worked on as far as the jumper? Um, as far as uh, Jose goes, a little bit of of what I want to see from Dyson setting it, but even more from from Jose because I'm I'm the way that Jose finished the season and the trust that he got uh, from Willie Green. I want to see. I'm, I'm assuming that he's going to get a lot of ball handling responsibilities. Mm. If not, you know, if if with one of the Alphabet Boys or you know, if they run him out there at point guard and with with Zion and JV, right, something like that or something like that, I, I, he's going to get more ball handling. And opportunities, I think he he earned that trust from Willie Green. So let's see, because we saw a lot of a lot of his shortcomings was you know he got a little over dribble, right? He liked to mm-hmm. get a little little dribble happy a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and things like that. But I think you know with another summer, uh, uh and uh, getting that with with Willie Green and having a full training camp, there should be a little bit of improvement there. So I want to see uh, a little bit of that. And as far as like Najee and Trey go, uh, this is kind of for the both of them. I just want to see those guys kind of set the. And as far as Jose. Kind of set the tone, right? Set, mm-hmm. Let these, you know, let the young guys come in behind, uh, behind the, you know, those vets, vets, what we call them. Um, <laughs> kind of know that look, this is what what th- this bench mob, this is what this second line uh, is going to be. Is going to be full of defense. Uh, when, when, if, if Dyson and EJ and and, and those guys see. Um, guys that have, are on the team who have pretty much, as far as Trey and Jose go, like pretty much like you have rotation minutes and they're coming out here busting their butt on defense um, in summer league. That's going to show, you know, kind of further that, that that message of minutes are not earned, um, you know, and, and you have to, I mean, minutes are earned and not given. So, you know, that's going to show that further that message that Willie Green gave to them. So right. for those guys, I want to see that. Obviously, Trey Murphy um, kind of working off the dribble, 
and things like that. His his off the dribble game. Um, I, w- I would love to see a little bit more of that. But I think we 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 pretty much. Trey should also be another guy that that should stand out in his couple of minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like he should be able to. You should be able to say, okay, that that guy played in the G League and then also played in the the NBA and uh, playoff moments and mm-hmm. in important games. Uh, that guy should, should should stand out a little bit. So maybe he hits like two or three threes or something like that uh, in the little minutes he played. But really, honestly, from from Jose, Najee, uh, and, and Trey, and even Jared Harper to an extent, uh, I want to see because he's been around the team enough to mm-hmm. everybody just set that tone of what they had uh, coming into the to you know summer league last year, going into the season because that you know for 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 all intents and purposes that 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 defensive intensity that started in the summer league it definitely transferred over through all of the rookie class into the regular season. So you want to be able to start that um, and, and kind of have that, that same kind of uh, foundation as in defense and, and, and putting that culture out first so that Dyson and EJ know that this is what is going to be on that second line. So uh, I want to see the vets kind of just uh, carry the culture, right? Get get the defensive um, juices flowing, get the, get the team ready defensively, and uh, just stay healthy. Like, don't get hurt. That, that yeah. would be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me personally, I want to see Trey act like he was in the G League. Take every shot, come in, especially if you know you're only playing two games because mm-hmm. this is the opportunity for all the work. Everybody's seen the videos with CJ and everything like that he's been putting in. Here's mm-hmm. your opportunity to really – there's no Brandon Ingram on the court. There's no CJ on the court. There's You know, Zion's not on the court. Here's your opportunity to really command the offense for the most part. Mm-hmm. So let me see what you have. How can you create off the dribble to your point? Um, what can you do without the ball? What are those things? Like, how are you improving your game from rookie year to, to second year, even though he said technically he's still a rookie, right? Even though he was playing in playoff <laughs> games three months ago. Um, as far as uh, Jose, I want to see him let him fly. Again, that's going to be the shot that's open for Jose. If, if he's, he's pretty good at um, the floater and pretty good at penetrating into the paint. People are going to make you – Yes, you can shoot. They're going to continue to let you shoot until you prove them otherwise, right? So I want to see that aspect of it. Um, from a from a Najee perspective, to your point, be Najee. Uh, have the guys ready. Have the guys going. That's really like last year in the summer league is really when you notice the first glimmer of difference in this team. Like if people date all the way back from game one of that game, you're like, oh, this is different than the mm-hmm. Pelicans we just watched, even though it's a summer league. I want Najee to carry that over as well. So um, to your point, Stay healthy, um, but but exert yourself, right? Like show show the work you've been putting in, so that again you're carving out your role uh, heading into the season as well. Something I definitely want to talk about is a couple guys who are probably not going to make the roster. We've talked about this. There's not even enough spots for the draft picks that they have at the top, things like that. But a couple guys to keep an eye on for the squadron and things like that. So uh, Darion C. Brown, we talked a little bit about him, the wing out of North Carolina State. It's really explosive athlete, great touch around the rim. He has, a again, really good motor, a high defensive upside, things like that. Take, take a look at him uh, as well. Isaiah Brockington, another guard wing, uh, Iowa State, really good midi. He's not the best three-point shooter, and he's not the tallest guy, so I see why he didn't get drafted as a true wing or whatnot. He's not a great uh, dribble off, a guy off the dribble, but he has some patented shots, his go-to ones that are money in the mid-range, which mm-hmm. death by a thousand cuts, that might fit well in having extras you know, down the line should you need that. What's another player that you want to keep an eye on uh, as someone who might sneak into a squadron spot? Yeah, no, I, I we already see, you know, uh, Energy Slayer talking about him. John Butler is, yeah. he is one of the guys that I am I'm very, yeah, I'm very interested <laughs> to see what this guy, right? He looks, he looks, he, he looks 
it, he looks like a string man. Like he just so <laughs> he's just so lanky. And like so, stretch from yeah, NBA like, and, and he and he's so and he's so he's so skinny, but he he plays defense, right? He's he's a hawk defensively. He's trying to to block everything. I, I saw a couple of plays where he was uh like just standing straight up, and the the guy who was shooting was like. Like what you want me to do about this, right? What you want me to do about this? Uh, but he got some guard skills to him, right? He, he got mm-hmm. some guard skills to him, uh, and, and he can he can catch and shoot, and so um, that's pretty much what you want in modern day NBA players, right? You want to see uh, you know tall guys who can handle the ball uh, and, and shoot, and so you know this he's going to be a very interesting piece. I know a lot of you know uh, Pell's Twitter has has kind of discovered him and discovered his highlights uh, and and things like that. So it's going to be very interesting to see him out there. Uh, uh, playing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how he's gonna like. I don't know how he's gonna like stay <laughs> on a on a on a G League. I mean, on a uh, summer league team. Like somebody. Hopefully, the Pelicans get him on a squadron or something like that. But that guy has a lot of like freakish skill to him. That's mm-hmm. like, mm, it, this is an interesting prospect. So yeah. it's gonna be very. It's gonna be very interesting to watch him. I, I can't wait to see him. Uh, kind of out there with Dyson and, and see that kind of wingspan just all over the place uh, out there with, with him and EJ Liddell. Uh, it's going to be very interesting, but, but but John Butler is one of the guys that I'm I'm very interested in, as well as uh, as C. Brian. I think he has a lot of like, uh, you know, people talk about hoopers. Like, he has mm-hmm. a lot of that in him, right? Whatever yeah, he that. Compares, he compares the game to DeJounte Murray. And, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just like, 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 just very, very athletic guards who can just be good basketball players, right? right. And I, I think that he he's in that in that elk and in that mold. And I, I want to see him uh, uh, kind of get out there and shine too because he has a little bit more, uh, you know, he has a, a pretty decent game too. So uh, I, I want to see John Butler and and Sebron, and but, um, you know, those those rookie class, uh, I'm going to be watching EJ and, and Dyson for sure. Yeah. So, you know, you talked about this a little bit as we, we go to wrap up. Defensive intensity is something that, again, the Pelicans are going to have to emphasize as a team, right? Again, look at the two teams in the finals, the number one and the number two uh, best defensive teams in the league, right? You're going to have to play defense in order to win, regardless of all the scoring power that you have. We just talked about it. Last year was when you really saw the flip. Tw- it was like, oh, wait a minute. Like the, th- these Pels are playing defense at a different rate. And then as the summer league went on and you got to know about a little bit more about Willie Green, it was like, okay, this is his calling card. Like this is the thing important. You ask questions, why is Trey not on the court? It was because he was trying to get right defensively and be able to get uh, understand team defense and things like that. So now you're starting a new year. Again, we talk about everyone's talking well about the Pelicans. Well, guess what? Expectations are going to be very high for this team going to the next season. You can't start one and 12. You can't, all these historically bad starts that the Pelicans got have been awful, right? And they've had like six and no preseasons as well to lead up to it. You cannot do that. And the best way you could do that is to start with good defense. And so I absolutely want to see that intensity. You drafted two high-motor guys that care a lot, three high-motor guys that care a lot about a defense. EJ, again, we talk about Dyson being able to go one through four. Sometimes he did one through five as a small ball five for the the, uh, Ignite. But EJ did the same thing. Like, EJ was guarding the best defender as well. And so – if you got two guys like that, and then you pair it like a little bit of Najee, a little bit of Jose, a little bit of Trey, who last year Trey was locking down Mobley and Kamingla and all those guys in summer league as well. 
you need to see that right out the gates, right? And and, and if, if you don't see it, the thing I noticed the first game with Willie Green, he called a quick timeout. As soon as he didn't see the defensive energy that he was looking for last year, I want to see the same thing here, right? Like, hey, this is not how the team is going to start. And so other than defensive intensity, what are some other things you're seeing you want to see from the team all around? Yeah, so I, I think one of the things that that was very interesting, and it's it's a it's a I guess like a it's not so much as a big I a, a big deal, but it kind of is right in the, in the scope of what this team is building, right? When you looked at the California Classic, uh, one of the things that you saw was Steph Curry, right? You saw Steph there, uh, you know, just being in support of the team, right? He probably not a lot of those guys are, are going to make it. The, obviously, they got a lot of young players and, and things like that. But Steph was there to kind of, you know, support the team and, and, and be there, right? And and so when you move to Summer League, first of all, Summer League is in Vegas. So it, you shouldn't be that <laughs> difficult to get people to come uh, to Vegas. Well, but I, I guess. I, yeah, yeah. Right? You know, I'm, I mean, I guess I could make a stop in Vegas, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, but I would like to see, you know, somebody, right? So one of the one of the league guys, I'm sure CJ, uh, CJ talked about being in Vegas. I think um, he's going to be there. Awesome. Games. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. Because so he calls some games, and then, um, you know, so obviously CJ is going to do, it, but but I think it would mean a lot, you know, to the to the team and and to to Coach Collins, and you know, just to have the, those young guys dice. And you saw CJ and Trey kind of uh, take him under the wing on draft night, right? See him immediately on draft night because they were there uh, and start immediately talking to him and, and integrating him and in, uh, into the culture and things like that. And so just to have one of those guys there, uh, uh for support, um, that, that, I think that would do a, a, a big, a big thing for, for everybody. But as far as like on the court stuff, you know, I just want to see the guys that are going to contribute, uh, in the regular season, right. Those guys do the things that, that everybody is kind of assuming they're going to do. Right. And what I mean by that is, you know, I, if, if Dyson is going to be, you know, another one through four guard, like guard one through four, right? Switch off, uh, l- let the guys, you know, fight over screens. I want to see those things, commitment to those things um, and, and things like that uh, as like Dyson with EJ. I want to see defensive commitment. I want to see those guys go go after it and do the things that you are supposed to do. Same thing with Trey Murphy. Like you said, the little minutes he have, let it fly, right? Hit those threes, those corner threes that everybody is dreaming and salivating over when you're out there with uh, Zion and Brandon Ingram and JV and CJ and all of these guys. Like show that 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 that's going to be a reliable aspect of your game um, and, and things like that. So just the, the guys who are going to contribute uh, to the, you know, to the team, I think, you know, going into this, this summer league, one of the things that's going to be that's so good about having a roster that's full and talented is that people kind of know their roles. Right. If we can see them, you know, outside of the locker room and, and, and things like that, I think that, you know, they can kind of notice that inside the locker room. Right. I don't think um, uh, Dyson Daniels is coming in and attempting five threes a game. Right. I don't th- I think that he's aware that that's not going to be what he's looking uh, looking for. Same thing with, with, with EJ Liddell. I don't think he's coming in knowing that he's going to get 20 paint touches uh, post ups. You know, he knows that that's not going to happen, but mm-hmm. he knows where he needs to contribute and he knows the things that he needs to do. Um, and, and, and of course, you know, off ball movement, people are talking about that in the chat. Off ball movement, obviously, uh, with so many, um, you know, high usage uh, offensive players. Uh, when you talk about Brandon Ingram, CJ, JV, Zion, uh, and guys like that who are always going to be on the court, you're going to have one, probably two on the court at all times throughout the season. You got to have guys that are willing to play off the ball, um, find ways to, to, to cut and, and contribute 
you know, spot up threes, catch and shoot threes, who can, who can, you know, separate themselves in, in that role, because those are the things that are going to contribute to the team immediately, right? There's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people that, that on the team that uh, can shoot, uh, but there's no like set shooter, other, you know, maybe Trey uh, fills that role, but right now there's no like set, this is the guy to knock down shots. Trey Murphy can take that, can show that he's taking leaps towards that in, in, the, in the season um, by, by starting off in, in summer league. So everybody who is going to contribute in the, in the regular season, and trust me, with this young team, it's going to be a lot of those guys uh, out there, at least to start off, uh, that's going to be contributing to this roster and, and, and to, you know, to playing time. And so you want to see those guys contribute, uh, do the things that they're going to contribute um, and, and, and go from there. Right. The thing I want to see, you, you hit it on the head. Like, I expect a lot of the Pelicans to be there, honestly. Like, as close as this team is, if you got CJ there and CJ's like, oh, well, Zion needs to beat me in Vegas and Trey and Jose and all, all those guys are already there, mm-hmm. I expect a lot of the Pelicans roster to be there, similar to, to what you had last year. Um, so I definitely I definitely agree with you on that. And you see, to your point, Steph being there for his team, and especially once you get toward the, the playoffs or the championship game, like you see a lot mm-hmm. of uh, the players from that roster tend to show up. I want to take a different stand from you. I don't really care about the people that are going to be in the rotation, like that you know. Like you know mm-hmm. Trey is going to be in the rotation. You know Jose is probably going to be in the rotation. I want to see who can make an impact in the area of weakness. So with Dyson as well, I want to see his confidence in shooting the ball. A lot of times, again, everybody wants to compare him to Lonzo, so I'll talk about him in that role for the Pelicans. A lot of times it was Lonzo was hesitant to shoot anything but the wide-open three. I want to see Dyson being comfortable and being aggressive in in spots that are going to be, to your point, going to be where he lives, right? Like, hey, right next to the goal, you got the mismatch. You're 6'8", and you probably got a guard on you. Be aggressive at the hoop. If you got the wide open catch and shoot three, you might not be a three point shooter, but shoot it with confidence. A lot of times he was hesitant uh, in the G League, and so I want to see that confidence come from him, from an EJ's perspective, and and from Marlo and everybody like that. You know the Pelicans are one of the the, the poor three point shooting teams in the league, right? Show you can shoot, right? So that it wasn't a coincidence that halfway through the year when Thomas Anaransky was struggling and uh, Devontae was struggling. And then Jose's name got brought up. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, he can play because of Summer League. That's like, that's that's what you remembered him from. The effort that he came on the court and immediately was getting steals. You're like, man, who is this guy? And then uh, some time went by before he got to play. And then when he was called up, everyone's like, yeah, give him minutes. It should be the same type of feeling for these guys that are not going to be in the rotation straight straight out of uh, straight out of uh, the Summer League. So I want to see who can make an impact, who can show that, hey, I'm a reliable, switchable guy. I see a lot of guys in the chats saying that as well. Who's going to be able to say, hey, I'm a big, I'm a four or five. I know that this is an area of need for this team because how they were hurt by DeAndre Aiden in the Phoenix series where no one was able to guard an athletic big because no one could switch. That's going to be a space. That's going to be an area of weakness. EJ, can you get them? Marlo, probably not. He's probably going to be overseas. But who can contribute there? Make a make a statement right there. Right? Like, try to get your name out there without living outside of your game, to your point. So uh, I agree with you, man. Like, I, the biggest thing for me for, for the start of the rotation, guys, don't get hurt. That That's the biggest, especially if you're not playing a whole lot. But for those guys who are looking to see what's going to be my role, 
come in and come in with that mindset of, hey, I'm going to earn my spot defensively, but let me show the ways I can contribute offensively as well. So um, it should be a, a lot of fun. It's been a long time. It feels like a long time since Pelicans basketball has been played. Um, but again, on the ninth, uh, the Pelicans will, will tip off again and we'll start the new NBA season. That being said, uh, what you got left for the people, Gary, as we wrap up? As always, you never know what people are going through, so give somebody a smile today. Uh, yes, yeah, Summer League is going to tip off on the 9th. It's going to be, uh, you know, it should be very exciting to see these young guys kind of uh, contribute to the to the team and, and show, you know, the new wave of, of, of Pelicans uh, players and, the, you know, some some of the guys that have come up as like Lanyard, right? You fell on this Dyson Daniels pick. You fell into EJ Liddell falling to, 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 to where he fell to, to you in the second round. And so, you know, it's going to be exciting to see these guys come in uh, and, and, and and contribute. So, uh, as always, follow myself at Garrick underscore Rattler on Twitter. Follow my brother at Raphael underscore Rattler on Twitter as well. Follow the Pels Pod page at Pels Pod and on Instagram at Pelican Podcast. And, you know, the most important one, uh, subscribe to New Orleans.network and we'll see you guys next week.